lovely fate. Carmelita, hold me tighter. The champion of the battle of the tough guys is... Um, welcome to a quick, short, sharp bonus segment. Oh, we are introducing. Chair. Come now. Come now. This is a, a new segment we are bringing into the fall, uh, where Adam Adam is going to delight us with some of his remarks on some literature he's been reading. Adam, please. Thanks, Mike. Michael, as you know, I'm a devotee of a particular genre of literature, and that's books uh, about and by the people involved in our old friend pop music. And this week I've been reading Remain in Love by Chris France. You may remember Chris France. He's the one from Talking Heads that isn't the woman, David Byrne, or the pointy-faced one. Ah, I was wondering. You know him, the the more lumpen one. Anyway, turns out he's the drummer and he's taken it upon himself to write a book. Now, it's not a good book. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, basically, there are, two, there are two main threads to uh, this genre. You've got shit books, mm-hmm. uh, which tend to be the ones written by people that were there, and books about the people that were there, which tend to be quite good. Um, Chris France is firmly in the four column, and three things must ye know, Mike, about Chris France. First of all, he was in Talking Heads. Good. Yep. Secondly, David Byrne is a prick. Oh, Fun fact, I once stood next to David Byrne at a perfume counter in Selfridges in London. I imagine Chris France was there, to be honest, uh, desperately trying to get your attention. Because <laughs> that seems to be very much what happened for throughout most of their lives. Oh. And thirdly, um, are you, you know Tina? Tina Weymouth? Tina Weymouth, yes. Tina, Tina. Tina is uh, Chris's um, lady wife. Mm, his squeeze. He is very proud of that fact, and he's very keen for you to know. I tell you what, he's not interested in uh, telling you about is is anything interesting, really. If you want to hear about how Tina and I, man, we were we're in France and we went down the Champs Elysees and we had this fantastic soup, that will happen. So hundred uh, pages. Uh, Again, if, if if anyone had listened to the Bowie podcast previously, we did a, a big old section on, uh, I believe the gentleman's name was Sean Hayes. We always got it wrong. Oh, yeah, Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes, uh, who toured with Bowie during uh, the Heroes tour. We both read his autobiography. It was fine, but it was mostly revolving around. And then we were in Tokyo and I went to eat in this restaurant and then I hung out with these guys. And then I did a show with Bowie and then we went to... Finland, and I went to this restaurant and this bar and hung out with these guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that interested about your evenings out, Sean. Absolutely not. And yet, Chris Franz believes that you are. Um, The book sort of culminates um, with, I'm just going to read you a very short extract here. Please. Which is Chris Franz's drug heck. Now, I've I've very slightly redacted this, but not a lot. To protect the innocent. Tina was concerned that I might die, and I don't blame her. I've been binging for years, but mostly keeping it under control. Being in the music business, I could always tell myself that some other guy I knew was in much worse shape than I was. Then the end of the paragraph, the paragraph, Mike, is she demanded that I get treatment or her marriage was over. The very next paragraph begins with, 
sailing was a way to renew myself. So we just assume that he's resolved that crippling cocaine addiction. Well, so, sa- sa- sailing wasn't part of the process? No, no. Oh. 11 lines is Chris Francis' drug heck. I, some would say you'd be quite interested to hear about how his rehabilitation went. Yeah. Might, might have been a whole novel in itself. The tragedy is we'll never know. Never um, know. What we do know is that um, Chris France claims that he wrote the lyrics and the melody to the warning sign. You know the song Warning Sign? Yeah, it's about worm yeah. sign. No, 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 no. That, that's June. Oh. Um, warning Sign is it's one of the Talking Heads songs that you can sort of remember, but it's not one of the big ones. Anyway, he believes that he claims that he wrote that. He may well have done but certainly David Byrne took the credit for it. And you hear about that probably five or six times. Yeah. yeah, I think he describes David Byrne as gauche, eccentric, a liar. Uh, and then he comes back to his familiar refrain, I love Tina, man. I mean, those three descriptions of David Byrne, I would yeah, yeah, say yes to the first two. I mean, I couldn't possibly claim, you know, say if he's a liar or not. I don't know of a man. He's a great drummer, in fairness, and they were a fantastic band. Uh, Yeah, they were. The book is even (laughs) dedicated to Tina, just in case it wasn't clear. Not his children or uh, any of the other people he's met. (laughs) To Tina, please don't leave me! Yeah. Wowzer, yes. (laughs) I mean, Bill Murray writes, uh, wrote a little clip for it. Yeah, the Bill Murray, where he says... Chris France is a, man, a fantastic drummer who's written a great book, and he's a man who loves his wife, as he tells us on page two, four, <laughs> six, eleven. I mean, it's refreshing. Uh, so, it's refreshing in the music industry. It is, but oh, come on, <laughs> babbling on about it like Adele. <laughs> All I would say, Mike, is that for this first instalment, remain in love, talking heads, Tom Tom Club, and Tina. Yep, she gets. Police. Oh, sorry. So the the titles remain in love, and it's all just about how much he loves his wife. Yeah, yeah. That does not sound interesting at all. It isn't. It isn't. It could have been interesting. It's a Sunday Times bestseller, but uh, I imagine every single one of those copies was bought by somebody that went, "Oh, I really like Talking Heads. What an interesting time that was." But apart from the fact that yeah, they rented a loft in New York for two hundred dollars a month. There's not. Ah, good to know. There isn't an, a tremendously good evocation of time and place. What I'd say is, give it a miss. Thank you, Adam. That's quite so, right, Mike. So I'll be pulling I, something else off my shelf soon enough. Thank you. So that was the first episode in our Pop-Tart series, where Adam reads a book about some musicians. <laughs> probably didn't like it. <laughs> probably didn't like it. <laughs> Can we just have a quick spoiler for the boys and girls? Any any particular one off the top of your head you do like? Oh, yeah. Um, Psychedelia and Other Colours is spectacular. Who that about? Uh, it's about the entire genre of psychedelia. It's oh. fantastic. John Cooper Clarks is really good. Oh, I've been meaning to read that. Everything David Hepworth has written is excellent. You're a big Hepworth fan, yes. I'm a Hepworth head. Mm. I would say you, your man from uh, Sway, Brett Anderson, his Cold Black Mornings is superb. I, they, I would just like to throw in Nihilism by Alan Brown in there about the Blue Nile. Yeah, that's brilliant. They do exist. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just that musicians themselves don't tend to produce them. <laughs> so, again, Adam, many thanks for your opinions on a book I've not yet read, and I hope others off the back of your review won't either. 
hey, save yourself some time and the five quid it costs second hand. So just good, good to know that the man loves his wife. Doesn't he though? Uh, more so than he loves cocaine, it seems. Very good. So very well done, Chris Brown. Strong attitude. So she writes this- book as well. I imagine it's better. You'd think so, as she's the more you know, artistic one. So please join us next time on Pop Tarts, an offshoot of <laughs> Opinions of Men of No Consequence. It gets different tax breaks. So thank you, everyone, and join us, please, next time for Pop Tarts with Adam. <laughs>